to you. It is March the 8th. And I would like to say thank you and welcome to Consistency is Currency, your morning podcast of choice. Uh, what's today? Wednesday. Wow. It's Wednesday already. This week is, I can't say flying by because it really depends on what type of work you do or what, what type of activity that you do throughout the week. Um, let me put this caption up real quick. So the question, the question of the day is have fear ever crippled you? That's the question um, that you can answer. If you so choose to, if fear has never crippled you, cool, don't answer. If fear has ever crippled you, answer that. Because your answer may be a tool that someone may be able to use to get themselves out from behind that crippling state. It may be something that they can look at and look forward to getting past or getting through or getting over the obstacle of fear that they may presently be in right now in this day today there may be someone who just woke up with anxieties of 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 something that is about to happen today they're looking at it more so as an obstacle a fear giving it power giving it energy giving it life allowing it to serve its purpose but how you see fear is how you see fear is completely up to you how you work on your fear is completely up to you how you work through your fears is completely up to you and that's what we're going to be talking about today the narcotics of fear and when I was trying to think of what in the world I was going to talk about today, and I honestly, okay, so I was listening to um, Eric Thomas this morning, and he had said something about fear, and I was like, okay, what about fear? And the very first title that I had was The Spirit of Fear. Then I was like, nah, The Spirit of Fear, is, it sounds kind of cliche-ish, and it sounds like what everybody has heard. But then I was like, what will make it different? What would transform it into transcend it into someone to something that they can actually possibly use? And then I was like, hmm. Fear is like a narcotic. It is a substance that can change your mood or your emotions. So I was like, I bet. I think that's that's strong within itself, right? And I was like, they're narcotics of fear. And I was like, yeah, that's dope. That's what's going to be the subject of today, the narcotics of fear. All right. So I'm just going to jump into it. I appreciate you for being here. Like always, I thank you for just being in a space, allowing me to pour into you as you receive what you receive. Be a steward of the information that you receive. And allow that information to feed into you and to pour into you that you can possibly pour back out to somebody else who may need it, who may be in a fearful state, who may haven't made a decision because it is coupled with the power of fear that they've given it. All right. So before we jump, what I need you to do is to go ahead, put the word fear inside the chat. I want you to look at it, like type it, look at it, examine it. And as you put it inside the chat, go ahead and take 
this live and share it on your news feed or share it into a Facebook group that you know or, or tag someone that you know that just need to hear about fear today. They might have been communicating with you this week or this weekend about things that they're going to that they're afraid to do. And this may possibly, possibly help them out. All right, so here we go. For those that know the platform, you know you're going to get definitions of words and you're going to get an inverted definition that's either going to be in red over white or white over red. Things that are in red, just pay attention to the words that are in red. And the things that are in, if I say white over red, pay attention to the words that are in white. And you can even drop your jewels and the things that you see uh, in the inversions because people go back and they want to read what you say and what you say can actually be a tool that they can use to assist them even presently or something that they can use in the long run. So the very first definition that I want you to pay attention to today is the first definition of fear says an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Again, the first definition said an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Peace, Grand Rising, Mr. Tony. Uh, greetings from uh, LinkedIn. I can't pronounce your name. I don't want to try it. I don't want to chew it up. I want to give respects to those who named you. Um, so the very first um, inversion that we're going to look at is white over red, which is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief. That's fear. The, the inverted definition of fear is white over red, which is a which is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief. Like the things that you believe in is the things that you give power. So believing in the fear of what it is that have, have prevented you from doing what you said that you were going to do, you have believed so much into that spirit of fear that you have given it power. Again, the full definition of fear says the unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. The inversion is white over red, which is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief. Like, what do you believe in that you have given power to that you probably should not have given given it power? That's an answer that can only be answered by those who are transparent enough to have that conversation with themselves and the next definition like I couldn't invert it like there was no red over white or white over red because it is what it was and I was like okay like we're gonna keep this as is and this definition says fear is an appropriate short-term response to the present I was like ooh, I was like oh wow this definition which is powerful within itself, an appropriate short-term response to the present. There has been far too long and too many times where we have not allowed fear to be a short-term response to the present, but we have extended the life of the warranty of fear. Like we've given fear a lifetime warranty in our world. <laughs> 
We allowed fear to have an extended warranty in our process. We have allowed fear to have an extended warranty between the emotions that we have. We have allowed fear to have and to dwell in an extended warranty between our loved ones. We have allowed fear to extend its warranty in our future. We have allowed fear to have to extend its warranty in our goal setting. So therefore, because it have extended its warranty, it is no longer a short term response to the present. We got brother Gerald. He said sure has used to overthink the idea used to overthink the ideas of just going for it i think it all come uh, all came down to not wanting to fail or facing rejection sometimes it had it was based on the let me put it on the screen so some of y'all can see it especially when you come in on the replay um he says this is the uh the question that was proposed uh he says sure has used to overthink the ideas of just going for it i think it has it has all came down to not wanting to fail or facing rejection sometimes it was based on my perceived capability or physical limitations versus faith now i understand clearly what it's for appreciate you brother gerald for tapping in and and, and pouring into someone who may be in this present state of mind right now because again it says the definition of fear is an appropriate short-term response to the present Fear has to be short term. If you have given it life, why not giving it? Why not give it a short termed life? Stop extending it, because when you extend it, you know what happens when you extend the life of the fear. It is no longer just your present. It is a part of your future. It's a part of your future. You have extended the life of it for whatever reason that you have allowed it to be extended. That is a self-inflicting extension because you are continuing to give it life. You have continued to allow it to pour and to be the parasite to all of the, all the things that you are considered to be your future. It may not become your future. It may eat away at the future you like a locust. It may suck the life out of it, just like a leech. And you're trying to wonder why things aren't happening for you anymore because you have extended the life of the fear. It is not a short-term response to the present. It has become the future you. All right, the next definition of fear, it says, which I, I couldn't invert this neither <laughs> because it just spoke so much life and volume within itself now this is fear the the psychology the psychology definition it says feel anxiety or apprehension on the behalf of and i'm gonna tell you what should have been on the tail end of on the behalf of on the behalf of our thoughts and kind of like what it said in the previous definition it talks about uh the unpleasant emotion caused by the belief feel anxiety or apprehension on the behalf of our beliefs i'm not talking about any religion or anything like that i'm talking about your core beliefs your interpersonal beliefs your interpersonal conversations that you have with yourself those interpersonal thoughts that you have with yourself when no one else is around those 
inverted thoughts that you have, those internal thoughts that you have, that creates an outward emotion that can visibly be seen. And in his definition, again, it says, feel anxiety apprehended on the behalf of, you can put whatever you want after that. Feel anxiety on apprehension on the behalf of, of me, on the behalf of my thoughts, on behalf of my future, on the behalf of love, on the behalf of progress, future, whatever it is that you want to, that you want, your anxieties can feed into that. And your anxieties is, a, is an emotional response to the process of the thoughts that you are currently having or the process of thoughts that you have had. That's completely up to you. Like, where does your feel of your where does your feeling of anxiety take you? Because as you can see, it's on it's an apprehension on the behalf of what? That is completely up to you on what happens on the behalf of. So let's get ready to go into this deep dive, and then we're gonna go ahead and close it out. And I want you to have a very blessed and productive day and, and do not allow fear to continue or to allow fear to become a narcotic to you so one thing we all know that fear is a powerful emotion right we can all say that we can all see that we can all acknowledge that but fear is only as powerful as the power you give it <laughs> I'm going to say that again. Fear is only as powerful as the power that you give it because fear is a powerful emotion that can be a force for good or for the worst in our lives. But one thing that we have to understand, but when fear becomes a constant present, When fear becomes a constant present, that goes back into what we talked about when we were saying that it is an appropriate short-term response to the present. But when fear becomes a constant present, it acts like a narcotic, numbing us to the world around us, and it traps us in the world in a cycle of negativity. Think about it. Fear can also definitely become a prison. When we allow this substance of fear to control our thoughts, our actions, and it will present, uh, prevent us from taking risk while feeling powerless and stuck and afraid to try new things or meet new people or pursue new opportunities. That's kind of like what Mr. Juro was saying. He allowed his fear at that time because it was his short-term it was it was a short term present for him. But now that he no longer allowed fear to prevent him from pursuing new opportunities or, or meeting new people or allowing that fear to give power to it. But this thing that fear can do is also lead you in the feelings of isolation. In the feelings of of loneliness and, and and even even assist with taking that anxiety and converting it into that low self-esteem think about it 
fear is not something that is inherited part of who we are it's not because remember it says it is an appropriate short-term response to the present that is not an inheritance that is something that happened in that moment it's just it's like remember that fear is a response to your thoughts and the feelings that we experience and it's something that we can learn to manage and to overcome but when we are afraid our our attention becomes fixated on that thing that caused our fear like think about it look at it when we are when when fear becomes the moment it becomes the parasite to everything that is within our circle, everything that is within our circumference. It pours into the conversations that we're having in that moment or the conversations that we're going to have throughout the rest of the day. Because remember, it says an appropriate short term response to the present. When you extend it, it pours into every conversation until you take the power back. Until you sit down and be honest and transparent about how you feel, not how someone made you feel, but how you feel with your fears, not someone else's fears that they're that you're trying to say, like, man, you you made me afraid to step out like, no, you have assumed the responsibility of your own fear on why you didn't step out on why you haven't stepped up, on why you haven't continued to move on and to press on and to develop and to learn new things and to ex extract those fixations and to change those because when you change your focus, you will begin to change your fears. I mean, think about it. Don't allow your fears to enable you to only see the potential negative outcomes and lose sight of the bigger picture. That's completely up to you. And I'm going to say this, this, and I'm going to say this, and I, and I want you to, to understand it, you know, and I want you to look at it for itself. When we as individuals, change our fears we have the ability to change our future just by changing our fears just by altering our process of thought just by looking at our short term present and how we feel in that moment and acknowledging if that is fear and speaking to it and taking the life from it and empowering you to be bigger, better, and greater than what you were when fear had even showed its face around. And remember that fear is a response to the process of your thoughts, not someone else. This is a transparent conversation that you're having with you on how fear has begun to, to consume you, consume the way you think, consume where you go. 
You should be able to live a free life. Not a fearful life. There's a big difference. Live a free life and not a fearful life. Trust me, I know and understand wisdom. And I can also acknowledge fear. Yes, wisdom is wise words, ways and actions. Wisdom will tell you like, hey, that's not the move. Intuition and wisdom, they kind of cousins. But fear is different. Fear may prevent you from doing something. Wisdom will tell you that's not what should be done. So don't get that twisted. Don't get that mixed up. Like, oh, nah, I was just using my wisdom. Nah, cat, you was afraid. <laughs> that's why it didn't happen. Big difference between wisdom and fear. All right, I'm going to leave that alone. But now nah, I, I, I definitely appreciate you for being here, coming on, allowing me to pour inside of you. And I hope that you have received something uh, from today's conversation on narcotics of fear. If there is something that resonated with you today, go ahead and drop it and put that inside the chat. Because, again, the things that you drop is the things that someone else may be able to pick up and to look at it as, man, I appreciate you for saying that because. I was in this situation and I've seen that you've already stepped out of that situation. So I don't have to stay in this hole. You just threw me a lifeline for me to pull myself up. And y'all make sure you share this with someone because there is always going to be someone that is living in fear. But because you've walked out of fear, you can help someone else walk away from fear. All right, I appreciate y'all. It's Mr. R2 here at Consistency is Currency, your morning podcast of choice. Y'all be blessed and enjoy the rest of your day. It's, it's Wednesday. It's almost over. If you live by the days of the week, it's Wednesday. It's almost over. It's almost the weekend where you can do whatever it is that you want to do, but you got work to do today. Y'all be blessed. <laughs>